50% of the United States today doesn't take their medication on time. Mm -hmm. That means added hospital visits. That means unfortunate fatalities. I mean, all of the above, right? And if, if we can use some of our technology, experience, our designers, whatever, to, to, to just bump that half a percentage point, that's a lot of people in the United States. And, and, and I get really, really motivated by those types of stories. Hello, welcome to No Whole Time. I'm David Ariza, thanks for joining us. I'm Eric Robeson. I'm Brian Bremer. We are three friends here slash co-workers that decided to come together and it's because we were already doing this on Monday mornings or after customer meetings or coming back from big conventions that we all enjoy going to to learn about conversational AI. We'll start a tracker to make sure that we give definitions of all the shortcuts and different words that we'll use for, every, for everything, so we'll come up with that. But uh, the reason we decided to come together and put this podcast together is that we felt most creative after these customer meetings or coming back from conventions. Brian was just at one and came together. And so we thought, what better way to record our conversations and find ways to do better, learn from each other, and then start the discourse with other people, customers, or just experts out in the field. And so this is why we decided to put this, this podcast together, is to record the times where we feel the most creative. And hey, what a better excuse to hang out and chat with friends than talk about what we feel passionate about in life. So, welcome to the podcast. Why don't we jump in and introduce ourselves? Yep. Probably a good thing to do. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Eric, you're the only one who hasn't talked yet. Yeah, so that's you're true. Our first. Yeah, so uh, Eric Robeson, I've uh, I've been in this space for right around 20 years. Um, actually, what I, space? That's a good question. The contact center, AI, yeah. IVR, IVA space. So anything contact center, customer experience related. And I'm probably not giving myself full credit uh, for how long I've been in this space. Now, maybe that just makes makes me seem like I'm you're, old. You're old. But, uh, but I started uh, in call centers, uh, taking calls uh, way back when, and really enjoyed the experience just interacting with customers on a daily basis, whether I'm calling them, they're calling me. Uh, and then it just became a natural evolution into g digging into more of the technology side of it, um, learning what happens before a call arrived to me yeah. uh, and the magic that happens. Um, but just really passionate about this space. Again, CX, IVA, IVR space, Bremer. Um, but you know, working with customers over the years, I actually had an opportunity to be a customer on the other side of the fence uh, and really digest the technology, how we can leverage it to solve customer challenges, deliver outcomes for a business. So something I'm just really passionate about and I'm glad now we have a chance to sit back and talk about it. Mr. Ariza. I think before I go, I want to do Bremer okay. because it'll be a good segue into the least uh, experienced person in, in conversational AI. So let's go to Bremer first and then me. My first job out of, well, out of, mo besides mowing yards was in a contact center. I, uh, I, I sat on the phones and I read a script a million miles an hour after some 
poor guy thought he was getting tech support for his internet. Yep. And I tried to sell him some uh, marketing thing that someone said was a good deal that probably wasn't a good deal. So I, I lived in the in the contact center and got a real good appreciation for how much of a challenge that stuff is mm -hmm. and um, and how delicate just small changes can inter interrupt a lot of folks. And so anyway, I, I, I got into that. I went to college. Um, I got out of college and I'm like, I got to get a job. I can't, I'm tired of construction. <laughs> I was doing construction back then. And so I jumped back into contact center. So I went to work for this place uh, a long time ago. I'll just put that date out there and grew up in a contact center operations. Um, I started as reporting. I got to be involved in quality. I got to be involved in um, how do you how do you manage the life of an agent in a program and and kind of grew up from there. And then I left for a while and, and ran another contact center for a startup business. And then I came back to here and I've been working with this group for be 12 years in December, uh, building IVRs, solutioning SMS, two-way, bots is the bad term now, but two-way virtual agents and conversational stuff. Before conversational was really kind of a term. Um, actually, Eric's team hired me. Eric's organization hired me. And so the last few years, I've been in more of a sales and solution uh, consulting role for the company and get to go on the road quite a bit and talk to Lots of great people doing some amazing things in customer experience, and uh, we'll we'll kind of keep a, a good definition of terms <laughs> in this space because you'll hear IVA and VA and Bot and Annie's and this and that. Uh, we'll try to do our best to to give this podcast a little bit of definition because I'm doubting all of you work in the life of telephony like we have. When I first started here, do you remember this book? We used to yeah. get a book of terms. Yep. And it was like, literally like seven pages of three-letter acronyms. And we have to yeah. go figure out what CPNI was. Yes, and Crash Course in Telephony ACD Telecom. And yeah. But it's all important. It's still relevant today. We'll, we'll do our best to do it. So for those who don't know, IVA is Intelligent Virtual Agent, sometimes Virtual Assistant, depending on you know what your marketing branded has as. Mm -hmm. um, we grew up in IVR, which is the old uh, interactive voice response systems, the Tell me payments, the press ones for this. Um, and luckily, like I said, like, like David kind of alluded to, Eric and I have been in this business uh, a long time. Yeah, so you'll probably hear us use IVR and IVA interchangeably. We and screw that up a lot. You'll hear that in the market a lot too. So yeah. IVR, IVA, uh, you know, AI, all of it is, is around self-service, automation, driving the best customer experience, allowing customers to be met where they want to be met. Yeah, you got it. So today, instead of the interesting thing about knowing this space is we get a chance to talk about before the calls get to the humans. We'll, we'll talk quite a bit about the contact center too. Like, don't don't let me fool you. But we have a great understanding of of what the experience is before you have to get to to that level. And so um, that's one key thing that that's we'll talk a little bit about. So how about how about you, David? How about your introduction? Yeah, no, thanks, Brian. I, I took a different route. I've, I've always been a big technology person. I mean, I remember thinking back to whenever I got my first computer, I installed my first uh, burner into in burn CDs myself. I was always a big technology person, but professionally I've been in like UC Unified Communications, another one. 
uh, in telephony and so always working with um, whatever company I was working with, with the largest customers. And I found that in that space, it was not a difference in technology. It was just trying to make the best financial uh, presentation to get someone to buy in, to yep. buy whatever that was. And so uh, four years ago, our company that we all work for started it, uh, started investing more in AI, in conversational AI. And so I made the shift over here. And, and, and personally, it's helped me a lot because it's something that I'm definitely more passionate about. And we'll get into our whys here at some point. But I felt that jumping into technology and how technology could help people and companies was something that I am definitely passionate about. So it just took me away from crunching numbers and trying to make ROI make sense, which we definitely do in our space now, but in a more passionate way, in a way that we could help people. And, uh, and so four years now at this point and really excited to, to be working with the, some of the customers that I manage and then I feel that the conventions that we go to also are more exciting because you hear more about unique ways to use technology. I feel that helps us. And again, that's why we're coming together, right? Brian mm -hmm. was just at a convention a couple of weeks ago and, and I was one of his first calls when he got back. He's like, hey man, I heard about this voice biometric that could be used for so-and-so and so, so many so's. <laughs> That's why uh, we're excited to do that and why I'm excited to be in, in the industry because it's just changing so quickly. We'll get into another AI uh, development here at some point. But um, I think what would be good to jump into is our whys, right? Like what motivates you in the industry or what even motivates you outside of work that helps you be more passionate about what we're doing, right? Yeah. I'll toss it back to you, Bremer. Before you do that, when you said burner earlier, the first thing I thought <laughs> was you were buying burner phones. I thought you were, yeah. I thought you were maybe I've yeah, watched the Wire. Do you guys remember that? So you would burn <laughs> CDs, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much. I just remember the, I watched too much of the Wire. Yeah. Great show. Um, I really like this business and talking to customers because I, you know, yeah, it's telephony and it's text messaging and it's it's some stuff that's been around a long time. It's not, it's not the Lamborghini of technology anymore, but AI is, and that's been kind of fun to get into. But the stuff that I really get kind of motivated from is is the stories behind mm -hmm. why our customers do what they do and the fact how we can help them accomplish the goals, right? So in the healthcare space, I talk about it often, like how, how, do, you, how do you increase medication adherence? 50% of the United States today doesn't take their medication on time. Mm -hmm. That means added hospital visits. That means unfortunate fatalities. I mean, all of the above, right? And if, if we can use some of our technology experience, our designers, whatever, to, to, to just bump that half a percentage point, that's a lot of people in the United States. And, and, and I get really, really motivated by those types of stories. Um, you know, how do I make someone's banking experience better? You know, no one yeah. likes to worry about money. Yep. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if we can help them, um, you know, have a better quality of life, like that's the stuff that I really get invested into yep. when I, when I, when I get in this space. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. And actually, David, during your intro and your background, you, you touched on something on, we're not selling and supporting 
widgets with, you know, here's your widget, this is the size of it, and here's what it's gonna cost you. Um, a lot of our conversations, we're not even talking about the technology. Yep. We're talking yeah, about point. challenges, mm -hmm. outcomes, a lot, of, a lot of questions, a lot of digging into a day in the life of. And for us, and what always has been a passion of mine is, we talk a lot about customer experience, but it's also employee experience. I think back to when I was sitting on, a, on, a, on the phones and I would get a repetitive call, I'll give you an example. I, I did technical troubleshooting for a satellite company. And a lot of the calls I would get in, it was, well, I, I'm getting a, a snowy screen, I'm getting no input. And a majority of the time, I either said, hey, can you tell me what the weather's doing? And then if it's storming, you know, that's why just you're going to have to, to, mm -hmm. to wait it out a bit. Or my favorite one was a lot of times, could you grab the remote and hit the input button for me? And voila, their, 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 their screen came back on. They had their picture again. But I always thought, I'm like, why, why did I need to tell the customer that? Why did they have to wait for me? to tell them something that was pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. So when I got into the more of the up upstream, the technology side, it just became kind of a natural um, focus of what is that employee doing? That they're questioning, why am I doing this and not helping the customer on bigger issues, bigger challenges that automation could take care of? So that's what I've always been passionate about is, is that balance of providing a great customer experience, but not forgetting about the employees that sit somewhere around, somewhere in that ecosystem, whereby impacting the customer experience in a positive way, it's also impacting the employee in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. About you, why do you like this thing? Yeah, well, one I mentioned before, technology. The technology is moving so quickly, and, and Eric, you touched about it. It's, it's not widgets. It's what creative way mm -hmm. can you come up with to, that utilizes technology that's available to better serve people? And I'm lucky to be in a place where. I, I partner with some health and mental health companies out there that are trying to support the American public and, and not just bringing awareness, but also getting people the right kind of help. So I get, I get really passionate about that. You know, I, I was my mom's caretaker uh, later in her life and in that experience wasn't great because the the health organizations she was going to provided terrible support like the doctors were great but outside of that like sometimes we needed a reminder that we needed to be at an appointment because I have a life outside of my mom's right and mm -hmm. so Brian you talked about it reminders and I actually had an experience I had my yearly checkup that was due two weeks ago I didn't go because I was busy I forgot I forgot mm -hmm. about it where if they would just sent me a text message the night before, hey dude, don't forget, you have your yearly checkup tomorrow morning. I wasn't doing anything. I was at my desk doing work. And so I get passionate about using technology in a way that could help people's health. And I love the challenge of just coming up with something new that'll help somebody and not just trying to save money, but like in this case, for saving lives. Yeah, think about that. Think about that reminder. 
not only did you miss your doctor's appointment, yeah, the doctor it. also missed revenue. Right. Like there is, yes, the health aspect of it, but there's a lot of money with yep. just, you know, a, a three cent text message or whatever the, whatever the cost is anymore. There's a lot there too. So I, let me, let me um, ask another way of thinking about this too. Like the stuff that I love, and I've, I think I've told the story to you guys before was, I love wow moments mm-hmm. in, in customer experience. Like just, just the, the feeling of, of what I'm a customer, you're a customer. We, mm-hmm. we all have things. We're all calling. We're all needing help. I mean, we, we grew up in the age of the internet, so yep. everything was kind of right here. Yeah. Um, but I like those wow moments. And so the, when, when a brand wows me, it's, I'm there. Like you got me for life. I right? have one for you once you finish this. Okay. So I took my nine year old to her first concert. Mm-hmm. Um, about a month ago, 115 degrees outside. It was pink. And I'm not the biggest pink fan. She's great. I just, it's not my first choice in music. Oh, you're not anti-pink. You're I'm just not anti-pink. <laughs> I'm just not, <laughs> yeah, not I'm a not a pink. Got it. I don't dye my hair. He's more of a Swifty. Right. That's why. Right. We're getting there. <laughs> Go Chiefs. Um, but I took her to the first concert, and Pink's concert was the best one I've ever been to. Yeah. I was wowed by it. <laughs> and I sat there thinking, I'm like, Man, I probably took this bar way too high for my mm-hmm. nine-year-old. It should have yeah. took her to some, you know, one-dollar cover band yeah. at some bar at some point in, in her life. And um, but but I'll never forget that. Like, Pink's got me now. Like I'm, you know, I'm gonna go every concert she's around because I know it's gonna be the best show of all time. And so it's the same thing with brands. If I get a chance to get wowed by a brand, they send me something I didn't expect. They give me something I didn't expect. They understand. I talk a lot about when I go speak on panels. The idea of you know me and you remember me is so big to me, mm-hmm. um, and we'll I'll ask that we'll ask that question a little mm-hmm. bit about, about that. But like that stuff wows me and, and brings me back to all right. I can deal with a little bit of pain because I know they're going to make it right in the end of it all. How about what's your example? Well, I think even just removing the pain, sure. I had I had the most amazing experience unexpectedly. I have a um, a quarterly pest service mm. at my house and it's preventative. I don't have like rats or anything. <laughs> right. And my, my, my wife is the kind of person who will see like one bug outside. She's like, we're overridden with stuff. And so, you know, we just do it quarterly preventative, but we've had some work going on at the house. And so the doors have been open and the crawl space has been open. And so we saw more activity mm-hmm. than normal. And they have a policy that if for some reason there's a flare up or something, you call us, we'll come out, no problem. And and it's always been, hey, thank you for calling pest control. This is Mary. What's going on? And it's been great, but I hate having to talk to someone. But they always do a good job. Last week we called. We just moved back into our house. And you know, my wife nicely, my beautiful wife, asked me nicely to, to call. And so I do. I call. The, the IVR answers and says, hey, David. I've tracked your telephone number to your address. Is this right? And I was like, <laughs> yes, it is right. Thanks for calling. How can we help you? And it's still the IVA. And I say, well, I've seen some bugs. And they ask me what kind of bugs. I answer. They ask inside, outside. I answer. And they said, I can see in our schedule that we have an opening at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Is that an okay time for me to come out? And I was just like, what? <laughs> yes, amazing. Yeah. 
a pest control company, right? Oh, yeah. And it's small in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it, I was blown away. You named it. You said it. They knew who I was. Yep. They know where I live. They let me tell them what the issue was. They got into their their scheduling and booked me. It was a minute. I didn't have to wait. There was no hold time. It was beautiful. And it's just like, wow. Uh-huh. Like that that was that was my I tell you, I even called my wife and told her about it. Hey. And she's like, oh, thanks for sending that up. I'm like, no, no, I'm not calling you to tell you that I set it up. I want to talk to you about the experience. She's like, you're too excited about this. (laughs) Well, but that's funny you should mention that because, honestly, the bar is not that high. It's who am I? Do I already do business with you? And do you have some idea why I might be reaching out mm-hmm. to you, whether it's a moment in time, like with, you know, sometimes you'll you'll call in and if you've got a, you know, a bill due, it may say, oh, are you calling because you, you know, your bill's coming up or I see, you know, you call an airline, hey, I see you have a flight tomorrow, you're calling about that. It's, it's not, it's not that high of a bar to meet yet. We still see out there, you call in, they don't know who you are. You, maybe it was a simple transaction and you end up having to go wait for an agent and then they don't know who you are That's either. The worst. And it's the worst. So you felt your entire experience, nothing about it was personalized. And you know, we use technology in every, you know, our everyday lives. I mean, as simple as throwing something in your calendar. You know, David, you mentioned it. So when you have a, a dentist appointment or something, and they give you a card for, they give you a card. Yeah. For six months Isn't out. That crazy stuff. So you know, I immediately throw it in my calendar because I know I'm not going to. Well, I'm going uh, to lose out. that card, and who knows if they're going to let me know. Yeah. And I actually, you know, talking about like personalized experiences. Um, I just came back from Disneyland and from Universal Hollywood. I mean, literally drove uh, into our little facility here from vacation, and I hadn't been to Disney forever. So I had no idea how much technology advanced. Mm -hmm. And now they've got these Disney apps and Genie apps, and at first it felt really overwhelming. Like there's so much you have to do. But once you got into it, and they knew you had these certain passes and it showed you wait times for every one of yeah. the rides and you knew where you could go do a fast it made a lot of sense it's like this you don't have to have your kid waiting in line an hour two hours every time when you see a ride is five minutes mm-hmm. and so how much technology is advanced even though yes at first it could seem like this seems a lot for an amusement park but once you start using it it's like how how did we ever not have this? Uh, so it was. I mean, it just felt very personal. Of course, it's you know it's Disney, so you know they're 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 all about the experience, and it was pretty cool to live that, uh, live or get to experience that firsthand. I feel like we need to save some of this for later episodes. Yeah, we probably do. for an intro. Let's 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 yeah. cover one <laughs> other thing first. Um, as we is is we're hoping you guys subscribe and come back and like these types of things. Um, I'm going to ask you two, and I'll even I'll chime in too. What, what do you want to? I know we've talked a lot in part, but what do you really want to get out of this podcast? What, how do you want audiences to connect with us? What do you What do you think is is the one or two things you think are really they should take from this thing? We'll, we'll start with you, David. Yeah, look, my thing is ideas, right? I think I we all have ideas and and can come up with creative ways to leverage software solutions technology that's out there we haven't even talked about generative ai right that's 
people are trying to lasso this in and figure out a way to do it. We're doing it in our, in our personal and professional lives, but I'd love for feedback to be, hey, actually that uh, pest control solution sounds amazing. How can I do it? Or yeah. actually I can do this better, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm happy to learn and would would rather have interactions with people that listen to us, you know, like the two people that'll listen. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> how we can do things better right because that's what this is about that's that's what's cool i think and unique in our industry is as we get together with even competitors that are out there we collaborate try to find new ways to use it because again we're you know personally i'm working with customers and partners that are doing good for others and and here's what what i'd like to jump into in the next ones is, is what we're trying to do is do is help more people help people more efficiently and leverage people like leverage people's technology in a more efficiently way as well right and so maybe that's something that we can jump into in our next episodes mm -hmm. is how that happens how we do that for other customers or how we've seen some of our favorite brands I have so many great examples of brands that I'm loyal to because of the customer experience. And so that's what I'd like to be able to jump into here in the future. Yeah, I think it's about shared experiences, like the good, bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, going back to what we were talking about initially on, on how what we get to do is different is the technology is an enabler, mm -hmm. um, but Good what we it. get to talk about is the experiences that we can help and others help their customers with. Um, so I'd love to hear ideas of whether it's a particular industry or something a, a company does really well. It's maybe a little bit of a secret, like you know, there it, because it could be a smaller company like a pest control company mm -hmm. yeah. that you just don't hear about as often. Because I think what we've found over the years is you can take one idea that seems very specific for an industry or customer, but the theme you could use across multiple industries. And it's like, wow, how could we wow customers in a similar way using like how it felt? Because a lot of times it's how it feels. Mm -hmm. um, when it, you know, whether it's they know who I am, but as you're navigating and going through the journey as a customer, what were those moments in time or those, whether it was a challenge or maybe it was just uh, you were calling about something good and it, be, it was even better than you expected yeah. and what were those moments like and then kind of digging into the why and then how do we again use those 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 themes use those best practices to help others so i you know i don't know if we're, we're going to talk a ton about technology i mean none of us are technologists by trade none of us grew up in technology we learned it over the years but it be, it made it made sense to us because we were able to apply it towards an experience yeah. maybe we should bring one of those guys on one of these i think guys so. or girls yes. to this event someday yeah. too. and they can quiz us they can completely destroy us uh, yes exactly yeah. yeah i Perfect. think i think what i want to get out of it I, I get the chance to talk to a lot of customers prospects and you're right i get to go to a lot of conventions i'm i'm, I'm blessed in that regard I like the mind share of it all. Yeah. Like, and, I, and, and sometimes those big stages, you don't have a chance to give, unless you talk to the person afterwards, like give your feedback or input or experience to some of that. So I'm gonna try to use some of this to give maybe a few of my opinions on the subject. Um, 
because I do think this world is big and all of us, even the guys behind the cameras, are um, customers. And we want everybody we interact with to be better. And it's it, and not only is technology pushing it that way, but we're all as customers pushing it that way. And I hope maybe there's some someone out there will hear this and go, oh, we should try something like that, or we should we should think about it a little bit differently. I think that that's the that's the the goal of this thing. Yep. Um, before we wrap, any last notes? Any last questions? Any any surprises? Yeah, I think here, before we run out of time, I think one thing I have for you, I think this will set the stage for more conversations in the future, right? We talked about positive and hints of negative, mm -hmm. but like ideally, what is, this is a curveball, mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. your ideal interaction with, as a customer, what is your ideal interaction with that company look like problem or not problem well well that's part of the genesis right why you're never going to call a, a, cus, a company for a good reason right unless you're upgrading right unless you're calling to upgrade right it's got a point you never call or look up a website unless you're just trying to buy something but if you're trying to buy something you shouldn't have to speak with anyone yep Right. Someone called it a defect. If there's a defect, that's the typical reason why you're calling. Right. I like that mm -hmm. topic. When right. I so, take that. It's okay. it's rarely going to be a good thing. Hey, good job, guys. Thanks for letting Thanks. me wait on hold. Right. Yeah. Hey, exactly. You, my experience booking my pest control was so great that I decided to call you back to tell <laughs> you about it. Right. So Fair. that's the question. Okay. Eric. Um. Know who I am quick and easy. So I want to I want to get in and get out as fast as possible. Um, I rarely I always try to I'm a self-service kind of guy. Yeah. So I'm going to use if I have a problem, I'm using Google to go find my answer. I'm using YouTube to figure out. Mm -hmm. So if I'm calling in or reaching out, it's like the last ditch effort. So the last thing I want to do is to have to go it through some clunky system who doesn't know who I am and have to get to a live a live agent. I am fine with automation, so know who I am, quick and easy. Mm -hmm. That's that's my ideal. I'm trying to not copy Eric. Because, <laughs> I mean, we grew We're up in like space, we right? All grew, yeah. And we all grew up We're on the little, internet where uh -huh. literally I can have anything I want right yes. here or ask my thermostat on my wall. Yeah. Like I can yeah. literally ask what the score of the game was last night. But where, where I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think of it in the lens of my parents. Mm. Uh, didn't grow up on the internet. They have it now and they can use it. But like the other day I got a call from them and they were like, hey, I don't even remember the topic. This doesn't work. And I said, well, did you Google it? And like, well, no, I didn't Google it. Why would I Google it? And I go, because everything's in Google. Like that's yeah. just the way it goes. Yeah. When I think of them and the fact that they need help with things and maybe I'm not around, I want someone to, whatever channel it is, including chat, like they'll be willing to use chat. I want it to be, like I said, know me and remember me, easy. And then if I have to call back for whatever reason, I want you to remember all that again. Yes. Because I don't have to forget it. Yep. And, and I don't have to go through it again. Like it's just, that's the painful stuff. And I don't want to wait on hold for 45 minutes of my life. I'll never get back, right? Yeah. Because them or me, like it's just one of those things. I want it to be easy. I want, if I do have to talk to a human being, 
I want the interaction to be transferred to them so that they know what's going on and yeah. it's, it's yeah. seamless. And you know what, maybe this will be a topic for another day, but bringing up your parents and you know uh, the comfort of using technology. I think what's exciting is we used to think about what's, what should the demographics be for automation. And sometimes you would limit it for whatever reason. But now you look at any demographic from very young yep. to older, and everyone is just being becoming more accustomed to it and willing to try yeah. it. So mm -hmm. that makes what we do. That's a whole do, 30 minutes of Exactly, so yeah. topic for another day, but yeah. I think that's what's exciting too is, you know, the, 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 the target market or target box for automation is expanding. Everyone's becoming more comfortable because it's just so readily available. It's becoming easier too. Yeah, yeah. Look, the only thing that I would add... David, you have to answer your own curveball. I'll agree. <laughs> I'll agree. I saw the curveball com coming, so I stayed back on yeah, it. I'm going to take it to it. right field. There you go. I would say same thing. Know who I am. Try to predict why I'm calling, right? Like, you just bought a hat from us. Is this why you're calling? See? There you go. You're setting off your technology. <laughs> right, right. So you know who I am. You are trying to project, predict why I'm calling and then offer solutions. If those solutions don't work, get me to the right person. So a skilled person that isn't wasting their time on things like you talked about earlier. Why am I fixing this? Mm -hmm. This is something that could be self-served. That information is, is transferred to that person. Hey, David, thank you for calling. I see that you're calling about this hat. You have 14 other hats. What's wrong with this one, right? They've transferred that information to me or to the to the person that's answered my phone call. That way they can solve it quickly and I can be on my way, right? I, I would rather interact with a, a company that is going to fix it quickly, even if like sometimes there's defects, but they say, hey, our bad, no problem. We'll get you on your way. Happy to do that. So I'd say just... Transfer along the way if it needs to. They know who I am. And for everyone has the information if I'm transferred to someone else. The whole company at this point knows who I am and why. So that's that's the yeah. ideal uh, You brought up another me. topic for another day, which is we talk a lot about automation, but you, you mentioned getting, if you get to an agent, they know who you are, but most importantly, they're skilled to solve your challenge. Mm -hmm. So we talk a lot about keeping, you know, allowing folks to, to self-serve, uh, automate their transactions, but we know there are critical times, uh, maybe it's by the industry or the company that they need to get to a human yep. agent. Well, first time right, getting to the right agent who's skilled to handle your challenge yep. is critically important. So we can talk about that. Let's call that the time. teaser. The teaser, That's the yes. teaser for the next episode. So. Hopefully this wasn't bad, kind of our first run at this. Um, we'd love for more folks to subscribe, like, share it. Uh, we promised uh, to get a little bit better every time. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna try anyway. Uh, but thanks for joining us and uh, we will see you on the next one. Thanks guys. Yeah, I'm good enough. I can see it enough. Your hand already sucks though. I wanna know what a Dursona is. <laughs> 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 it sounds like sparkling water. <laughs> it does. It's, 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 the, it's the, you know how people say it tastes like plastic? Well, we're just released Dersona. Dersona. <laughs> tastes like people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. oh, that's getting bad, dude. Oh, that's <laughs>
Our takes, our takes are gonna be good. It tastes like people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, blooper reel. Oh, man. 